You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Hey everyone, so excited to be with you this morning. So glad that you're joining us. I've got a really powerful word of faith and encouragement to share with you today. Uh, this season has been extremely uh, interesting and let's say stressful for some people. But the great thing is that we always have a blueprint to go back to in the Word. Guaranteed, no matter what we're facing in life, there is someone in days gone by that has faced it as well, that we can draw strength and encouragement from. I'm gonna be sharing today from a story found in the book of 2 Chronicles of one of my favourite kings. His name is King Hezekiah and his story I know is just going to give you so much strength for your own life today. So I'd love it if you turn in your Bibles as we begin to read about King Hezekiah. Turn to the book of uh, Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter number 32 as we learn together about this great man. The title of my message is Stand Your Ground. And I know today there are people out there watching and maybe you're in a battle to stand your ground right now. You're facing a battle uh, in your financial world to stand your ground. Maybe you've been furloughed or lost your job and you're fighting right now to stand your ground financially. Maybe you're in a battle to stand your ground in your marriage relationship. Maybe your marriage is going through some tension and some stress. Maybe you're walking through a separation or you've been divorced or you are divorced. And right now you're believing God for restoration. You're fighting to stand your ground. I wanna bring a word of encouragement to you today. Maybe in your health today, you're fighting to stand your ground. Today, I wanna bring a word of faith for you to stand strong and believe that our God is a deliverer. I love this story of King Hezekiah because so often in life and especially in the state of California, we can kind of think uh, that a year wasn't a successful or fruitful year unless we crushed goals unless we were hashtag beast mode, unless we were hashtag killing it. But I wanna tell you this, sometimes the greatest battle that you and I will face is not the battle to take ground, but the battle to stand our ground. And right now in this very interesting and somewhat stressful season, you and I, and in fact, the whole world, are in a battle to stand our ground. So we're gonna pick up this story about King Hezekiah found in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter number 32. And I love it because it says in verses one to two, after these deeds of faithfulness, Sennacherib, and he's the villain in the story, the king of Assyria came and entered Judah. He encamped against the fortified cities thinking to win them over to himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and that his purpose was to make war against Jerusalem. So right, I wanna just stop right there for a second because right here we see the enemy come in. It seems like out of nowhere, kind of like this COVID-19 situation where out of nowhere, this enemy comes out to attack God's people. So we're seeing a story right here. Maybe you're facing a similar story in your own life right now where the enemy is coming against you and you're fighting to stand your ground. First of all, I want to bring it to your attention that this enemy didn't come come against Judah because they were doing things wrong. 
In fact, the opposite was true. The Bible tells us after these deeds of faithfulness that the enemy came. And I wanna put a thought to you today that perhaps we're facing what we're facing, the great world shakeup, not because God is angry with us, on the contrary, but rather because the devil is scared about the rising church and the potential that he sees as we stand together as one. I've gotta be honest with you. I've been so proud of the ground that the church has taken in in previous years. I don't know whether the church has ever been so bold, so courageous or so awake as right now. And I really believe the Lord wanting to remind His people that we are not going through this because God is angry, but because the devil is threatened. And as we begin to trust God, lift our voices in prayer and glean and learn from the stories of the men and women who have gone before us and let the faith Uh, of God, fill our hearts over the potential of the victory that we can have, that things will shift for us because we're in a battle to stand our ground, but we're going to come through. But I want to just share with you some really practical keys on how to stand your ground. When the enemy comes in like a flood, we are not helpless. We have not been left as orphans. We are not destitute. God's Word is full of stories that are literally a roadmap for you and I to walk along, to get through to the other side in strength. Here's the first thing that King Hezekiah did when this very sophisticated, very deadly enemy, Sennacherib, came against him. The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 32 verses 3 to 4 that King Hezekiah consulted with his leaders and commanders to stop the water from the springs which were outside the city and they helped him. Wow, this is so powerful. This man is a king. Hezekiah is a king and yet even he in his kingly station did not see himself too big or too great that he did not need to ask for help. Maybe you're in a battle right now to stand your ground. Maybe you're facing some really tough times. I wanna tell you when you are walking through a battle, you do not need to fight alone. You do not need to stand alone. This is where you and I need to make the most of the resources given to us through the community of believers. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse one, a man who isolates himself, seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. Now we are in a time of self-isolation, but you can be isolated in that way by having to be locked up in your room, but it doesn't mean that you have to be isolated from people, from their voices or their counsel. So today I wanna encourage you as we fight to stand our ground in this COVID-19 season, make sure that you ask for help if you need it. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, and it's one of my most favourite scriptures, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labour. And I love this part. It says, if either, either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. And, and I want to encourage you today, if you're walking through a situation, uh, don't, don't try, think that you have to fight this alone. Don't think that you have to walk 
alone. There are a community of believers ready and willing and eager to help you as you do battle, as you stand your ground so you will come out the other side in strength. There are many times in my life where I've faced various battles and I've realised that I've needed the collective wisdom of godly men and women in my life at that moment. And you may say, well, well, I don't know who to talk to. My problem feels so big and I feel so alone. Let me give you a little hint of the kind of person and the kind of counsel that you need to look through when you're fighting to look for when you're fighting to stand your ground. You need to look for people with faith, very important. People who are going to build you up in a downtime, who are going to put encouragement in you, courage in you. You need to look for people with faith. But you also need to look for people with fruit. It's faith and it's fruit. Look for the upbeat person who believes the promises of God, who stands faithfully on His Word, but also for the man and woman of God who has fruit, who have walked through what you've walked through and who have the the fruit, the spoils of war. And this is what I love about King Hezekiah. He didn't think like Frank Sinatra, I'm going to do it my way. Instead, he knew that he needed the wisdom of the godly counsel around him. I want to encourage you today. There are men and women out there that can help you get through this current season. What are you facing today? Maybe you've been gripped with anxiety and fear and depression over everything that is going on in the world, just the uncertainty that we face every day. Don't battle alone. Pick up the phone, find a faith-filled person who has the fruit, the spoils of war, someone who's walked through something similar, who has the fruit and the wherewithal to be able to help you through your season, to give you that advice and that counsel. That's what King Hezekiah did. And together, he and his counsellors, the leaders around him, came up with a winning strategy in order to defeat the enemy. And I'm believing you are going to do that too. So first and foremost, when you're fighting to stand your ground, you've got to ask for help. I love our church and I love that even though our church physical doors are shut, our doors are always open in the sense that we have ministers ready to pray with you, ministers ready to put hope and courage on the inside of you, ministers ready to comfort you, pray with you, do whatever you need in order for us to help you get through. Maybe you're here and you're listening today and you've been struggling with addiction. We have a, a, a program called uh, Awaken Recovery set up for people who are struggling with addiction. Don't battle alone. Again, remember that scripture in Proverbs, it's a fool who isolates themselves and they rage against all wise counsel. But the Bible says, in the multitude of many counsellors, you will not fall. You're gonna get through, but make sure you ask for help. Don't do it alone because two are better than one. The second thing, the second key, practical key I want to bring to you today from the life of King Hezekiah is to rebuild the areas of brokenness. It says that King Hezekiah strengthened himself. He built up all the walls that were broken and he raised them up to the towers. My friends, it's a time like this that we need to allow God to help us rebuild the areas of brokenness in our lives. Listen, those those, those broken walls really speak of those areas in our soul realm, 
the emotional part of us, where if we don't allow ourselves to come to the healer and be put back together, the enemy is able to gain entrance and beat us up and infiltrate areas of our lives and cause massive destruction. I wonder if right now in this quarantine time that you and I could use this season to be like King David and say, oh God, search me, know me, test my every fearful thought, look for the areas of brokenness in my life and lead me in the way everlasting. I want to encourage you during this season, you'll find that things just come to the surface just simply because you're quarantined and usually the best part of us comes out, but also the worst part. And in those moments, don't try to hide them from God. I mean, that's impossible anyway, but ask the Lord to heal you. It's okay to be broken. All of us come to the Lord broken, but remember our Jesus is a healer. We can come to Him broken, but it's such a shame if we stay that way. God wants to heal the broken places of your life. What areas of brokenness do you need to surrender to the Lord today? I remember many, many years ago as a young wife, I was literally fighting a battle to stand my ground over my marriage. The enemy had come in and we were fighting and there was tension and I had to be honest with the Lord and honest with myself over an area of brokenness in my life in that I would fly off the handle. And I had an an issue with anger. I had an issue with rage and I had to be honest with God. I had to open myself up and be vulnerable and say, God, I don't wanna be this way. Oh, Father, heal me. I submit and I surrender to You. I wonder if in this quarantine time, you can do that. You can cry out to God and say, whatever areas on the inside of me that are broken, that I'm seeing magnified now in this quarantine season as I homeschool, as I'm around my spouse 24-7, as I'm not allowed to go out and do what I normally would do in any other time, when all these things are being brought to the surface, oh God, I, I, I want you to heal me. Oh Father, you're a healer. One of the most beautiful things about our Jesus, as King David describes in Psalm 23, is that He leads us, leads us, and He guides us. And the Bible says that He restores our soul. Your soul matters. Jesus didn't just come to alight your spirit to God. He didn't just come to give you just a purpose in your life and make you a soul winner. He cares about the things on the inside of you, those emotional wounds, those traumas you've experienced that you've tried to push under the carpet, maybe now is the time to deal with them. Because what I've realised over many years of pastoring is this, that the enemy uses our areas of brokenness to infiltrate our lives. Perhaps you've been triggered during this quarantine season and you've seen things come out of yourself that you forgot were there. Well, How beautiful is God. He doesn't condemn us. He doesn't judge us. He says, come to me. Come to me and let me help you fix the broken areas in your life. I love King Hezekiah because he got to rebuilding the broken wall so the enemy couldn't have access anymore. We got to rebuild the areas of brokenness. The third thing that King Hezekiah did was he spoke faith. And I wanna really strongly encourage you in this time. It's gonna be very easy to follow the negative fake news narrative that's being spat out to us from the radio, from the television, even some of our friends and family members. 
It's gonna take a big spirited person with the Spirit of God alive in them who can grab a hold of the Word of God and speak faith when everyone else around you is speaking doom and gloom. And I love this about King Hezekiah because this is exactly what he did. It says in 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verses 6 to 8, that King Hezekiah set military captains over the people and he got them together, which is no small feat. Maybe today you need to do that with your family, get them together. And he gave them encouragement, the Bible says. And I love that because giving somebody encouragement is literally just putting courage in them. And he said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor dismayed before the king of Assyria, nor before all the multitude that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. And I love this confession because King Hezekiah had a revelation that if God is for you, then who could be against you? And he went on to say, with him, that is Sennacherib, is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the Bible says the people were strengthened by the words of King Hezekiah of Judah. I wanna ask you this question today. Are your words putting strength in your family? Are your words putting strength in your employees? Are your words putting strength in your friends? Are your words putting strength in yourself? Are your words strengthening the people around you? I wanna take a minute to speak to every father over every household today and say to you, how you lead your family during this season matters. They are looking to you for security. They are looking to you for a confession of hope. They are looking to you for those beautiful words, everything is gonna be okay. God is gonna bring us through. So it's times like this, we need to be like King Hezekiah. We need to arrest our mouths and only speak that which is in alignment to what God has said over us. We need to arrest our mouths and speak faith. The Bible says in Isaiah 55, 11, my word, this is God speaking through the prophet Isaiah, when it goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish that which I please. You've got to understand when you get the Word of God in your mouth and you shoot it out, it is sent out on assignment to accomplish what you are speaking. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. And sometimes our confession of faith is gonna seem so contrary to what we see with our natural eyes. That's why the Bible says we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Because sometimes your sight is gonna contradict what you see in the Word of God. What are you speaking over your family? What are you speaking over your future? What are you speaking over your health? What are you speaking over your husband, your wife, yourself, your business, your finances, your future? It all matters because we're gonna have a harvest tomorrow of the words we speak today. King Hezekiah, 
spoke faith. Somebody needs to say amen and grab a hold of that word today. We are not called to just copy and echo the narrative, the hopeless narrative of the world. We are a different people. We are Christians. We are believers. We grab a hold of the Word of God in a crisis. It is our lifeboat. It's what keeps us afloat when the rest of the world is drowning. It's what establishes us as a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Speak faith like King Hezekiah spoke faith. And you might ask today, well, how do I become a person of faith? Well, it's actually a lot more simple than it sounds. First of all, you have to meditate on the Word of God. Just get more of the Word of the Lord in you than the Word of the fake news and the word of the naysayers and the word of the negative and the word of the doom and gloom people. Just get more of the word of the the Lord in you. So when you're squeezed, when the pressure comes, fear doesn't come out, faith comes out. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans, now faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. In order to get faith in you, you gotta get the Word of the Lord on the inside of you. I've walked through many battles in my life and I've always found that when I defaulted it defaulted to fear, it was simply because there was a word gap. But the minute I started to read of the victorious stories of the Lord and remind myself of the bigness, the awesomeness, the majesty of my God, everything started to shift and my future would enlarge and I would start to see things, possibilities, dreams, visions of the future, beautiful picture of days to come that put a smile on my face that made me realise I didn't need to be in fear. I didn't need to fret because God held my future in His hands. We've got to be people who speak faith. Another really great way to build your faith is to pray in the Spirit. Maybe today you're not baptised in the Holy Ghost. You don't pray in tongues. Then all you need to do is just say, Oh God, Father, baptise me in the Holy Spirit and give me a heavenly prayer language. Because the Bible tells us in the book of Jude, chapter one, that we build ourselves up in our most holy faith when we pray in the Spirit. So when your faith is leaking, meditate on the Word of God and pray in the Spirit and you'll find that like a defibrillator, boom, your faith will come alive again and you'll start to look to the future with a smile. Jesus is looking for faith. And right now in this COVID-19 season, it's an opportunity to be men and women of faith. What does that simply mean? Not that we trust in our own ability, but we trust in the ability of our God. The Bible says, what shall be impossible with men shall be possible with God. Amen. Somebody needs to say amen to to that today. Faith is not a buzzword, my friends. It's not just some cute little phrase that Christians say. It is the very foundation on which miracles are born and victory is had. When you're fighting to stand your ground, you must speak faith. Amen. The fourth point I want to bring to you from King Hezekiah's life is simply this. We need to recognise when the enemy is speaking to us. We need to recognise the voice of the enemy. Just as faith has a language, so does fear. And we find in the story of King Hezekiah that fear and terror 
and anxiety begin to speak. They begin to speak through this evil villain, Sennacherib. Look at this particular passage here, starting in verse 15. It says, and now this is Sennacherib, the villain speaking. Now, therefore, do not let Hezekiah deceive you or persuade you like this. And do not believe him for no God of any nation or kingdom was able to deliver His people from my hand or the hand of my fathers. How much less will your God be, your God deliver you from my hand? And then it goes on to say that His servants spoke against the Lord God and against His servant Hezekiah, if we keep going. And then they also wrote letters to revile the Lord God of Israel and to speak against Him saying as the gods of the nations of other lands have not delivered their people from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not deliver his people from my hand. And then it keeps going. Then they called out with a loud voice in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who are on the wall to frighten them and trouble them that they might take the city. Right here, we, we see that the enemy Sennacherib knows how to speak your language. He knows how to speak the words that that he knows you need to hear in order to frighten you and terrify you so he can take the ground that you're fighting to stand for. We see here that the king of Assyria, who I'm assuming spoke Assyrian, spoke to the people of Judah in their native tongue in order to terrorize them. Do you know that the devil knows to how to speak your native tongue? He knows exactly what to say to trigger you, to terrify you. That's why we need to have more of the Word of God in us. So when the enemy speaks, we know how to discern his lies. I want to say to you today, if you have a thought that gives you anxiety, that depresses you, that speaks condemnation over you, it is not from God. It is the voice of the enemy. God's words over your life will speak hope. They will speak love. They will speak victory, peace and restoration. We must rebuke every thought that goes against what God has said over our lives. Jesus speaking in the book of John chapter 10 said, My sheep know the sound of my voice and a stranger's voice, the the strange voice of Sennacherib, they will not follow. My friends, Listen and be able to discern the difference between the voice of your good shepherd that leads you beside still waters, that makes you lie down, that restores your soul and the voice of the thief, the voice of the stranger, the voice of Sennacherib that is trying to get you caught in the bondage of fear and terror and anxiety over the way your future is gonna look like. God is with you. God is with you, God is with you, but we've got to recognise the voice of the enemy so we can rebuke it and stand firm in the promises of God and what He said over us. And then finally, release your cares to God. When you're fighting to stand your ground, release your cares to God and let Him do what we can't do. There comes a point in the battle to stand your ground where we do everything we can do, but then we've just got to pray and entrust to God what we cannot do. Today, I wanna really encourage you to pick up that privilege you and I have as Christians, as believers called the privilege of prayer.
The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 32 verses 20 to 23 that King Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah prayed and cried out to heaven. And this is so key in a time like this when you're battling to stand your ground. Don't put down your prayer privilege, my friend. Then the Lord sent an angel who cut down every mighty man of valour, leader and captain in the camp of the king of Assyria. So Sennacherib returned shamefaced to his own land. And when he had gone into the temple of his God, some of his own offspring struck him down with the sword there. It was a bad day for Sennacherib when Hezekiah and Isaiah started to pray. And thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all others and guided them on every side. And many bought gifts to the Lord at Jerusalem and presents to Hezekiah, king of Judah, so that he was exalted in the sight of all nations thereafter. I wanna end with this point. When you as a leader, when you as the king Hezekiah in your home, Stand and join yourself up with the prophetic prayers taken and shot out from the Word of God. Miracles happen. The impossible happens. When Hezekiah joined forces with Isaiah, which he was literally a prophet of the Lord. He, were, he, he signified the Word of God, the prophetic Word of God. When you join yourself with the prophetic Word of God and you shoot it out, that's when miracles happen. That's when enemies are defeated. That's when amazing shift happens. So right now, I wanna encourage you, as you've done everything you can do, you need to trust in the Lord and release to God. The Bible says, cast your cares upon the Lord for He cares for you. And literally when we're asked to cast our cares, that's literally just to cast them in prayer. And when you join up your prayer voice with the Word of God, when you combine it with that prophetic word spoken from the Word of God, find that Word and you send it out into your future, it releases a heavenly response and angels respond and they do battle for us. The Bible says, it's through our God we shall do valiantly for it is He who will tread down our enemies. When you've done everything you can do, you gotta trust that through our prayers, God's hand is outstretched to do everything that we cannot do. And I love the end of that story because it says after Sennacherib was defeated and mark my words, this season will end, COVID-19 will be defeated and all will be restored and this nation will thrive and prosper again. But even more than that, as this story came to a conclusion, we see that Hezekiah was showered with gifts. And I wanted to end with that particular thought because I know so many of you have lost so much during this season. Financially, maybe you've lost at the point of your peace or even relationally. I believe the Word of the Lord to you today is that He is going to give you double for your trouble. Just as King Hezekiah was showered with gifts, I see provision and blessing coming the way of those who stand faithfully with God to stand their ground. You're gonna come through. God is with you. God is for you. And just like the Scripture tells us in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for those that love the Lord and are called according to His purposes. I'd love it if you'd let me pray with you right now, wherever you are in your home, maybe you're watching in your car, just close your eyes and just lift up your hands to the Lord just to receive from Him today. 
Father, I thank You, God, that You are the same yesterday, today and forever. And Lord, I thank You for the stories of victory in Your Word. And today we stand on the story of King Hezekiah and we're believing for what, that what you did for him and for the people of Judah all those thousands of years ago, you're going to do again. You're going to do again in all the nations across the earth, in all the families represented, into all who are hearing this word today. Let them receive a spirit of faith. Father, we trust you. We say today, forgive us for the moments we haven't, when we've bowed our need to fear. Instead, Father, we lift our hands to You. Father, and we say thank You. Thank You that the Lord is on our side. And what You did thousands of years ago for King Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, You're gonna do it again. In Jesus' mighty Name, Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. I wanna encourage you to keep listening to this message and let faith rise in you in this season. We love you so much. And if you wanna respond to this message, maybe you've never given your heart to the Lord. I wanna tell you that I gave my heart to the Lord many, many years ago as a 12 year old girl. And I have zero regrets, zero regrets in giving my life to Jesus. He has done more with my life than I could have ever done on my own. If you'd like to respond to this message and have someone pray with you and lead you in a prayer to accept Jesus into your life, I'd love it if you would text, I responded to 555-888. And one of our prayer team, one of our great church family members are gonna pray with you. We're gonna stand with you. So proud of you, church. Love you so much. Wanna thank you for listening today and have an amazing Sunday. God bless you. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.